Hey everybody, on today's episode of Barely Breathing, episode number six, we are interviewing once upon an artist, Kirsty Hosp. She is a prolific TikTok spray paint artist, and unfortunately, Sana could not make it to this episode. She was feeling a little bit under the weather, but I hope you guys enjoy. It was one of the best episodes I think we have filmed so far. Welcome back, everybody, to the Barely Breathing podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Kirsty Hosp. Uh, once upon an artist, one of my favorite TikTok artists of all time. You spray paint art, which is like I, I've seen it all the time, and it's like literally one of my favorites. And uh, you're just like prolific on TikTok, and it's just it's just amazing to see creators just grow at that rate. How are you doing? Good, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so I was doing a little research, and we found out that you started with the Happiness Project, like putting rocks around. Yes. Yeah. Um, I have two children, so. Um, I actually was not into painting before that at all. And my friend and I just started painting rocks and we'd hide them around town. And when you'd find one that, you know, somebody else had painted, it was pretty cool. And then there was a Facebook uh, Volusia County rocks site that you would post the pictures so that whoever painted it could see that someone found it and then you'd rehide it. That's awesome. That's kind of like geocaching, you know, it's like one of those things where you walk around. It's a good, good way to go outside and just enjoy, enjoy the nature, I guess. So um, out of the house and that helps with kids. <laughs> exactly. And that's an awesome way of getting started. I mean, I'm no artist by any means, but it's so interesting that like just one of these things just can pop up. And then that's how a lot of people can get started with these fun little projects. Right. So uh, I, one of my favorite things of yours is the Spider-Man. Uh, like you, you talked about how the first spray paint thing you saw was the Spider-Man eye spray paint. That was the thing that set you off. Now, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Some of our previous guests love Spider-Man. Are you a Spider-Man fan or is it just like the art style that kind of caught your eye? Um, I'm not really a big action hero fan, but I love Spider-Man. So, and especially since that was the first spray painting that I'd ever seen live, I actually bought it on the spot. I gave it to my brother. So I do have like a picture of it um, and he has the original, but I think that just kind of like set my tone for like how much I love spray painting and, and Spider-Man is just kind of always going to be in my heart then because he's he's the first one I saw. Now we're gonna I'm gonna ask you uh Tobey Maguire or the new Spider-Man I know it's kind of, I don't know if you know the difference. Um no I've seen them both um I, I like them both they're just different. That's true that's that's a good call uh I love them all Spider-Man is just a great hero because you know it kind of like kind of makes you feel like anyone can be um a superhero uh, so also one of the things that I really like about your content as opposed to some other artists is like you really have an emphasis on teaching people how to like do it, you know, and I feel like that's the thing that really needs to be more prolific on TikTok, just like showing us how to do stencils. And then when you were showing the pictures of the work that people did on Facebook when you were running that course, they, that was amazing. Like I've never seen a course where people like got up to that level really quick. Like how was that experience like teaching? Um, I've always kind of liked teaching. I worked in daycares before and I've worked in like mentor um, facilities and I always just like the idea of teaching because I feel like a lot of people don't try things just because they're intimidated by it. And if you can just make something really simple for somebody or like make them feel comfortable, then they're going to find their passion a lot faster. Like I hated painting and art <laughs> in school. I thought it was awful and I thought it was a waste of time and I had no talent at all. So um, I think my first real experience painting was with those rocks. And then a friend of mine and I sat down and did like one of the YouTube paint and sips. And when it's really simple, it just, it makes it easier for you. And a lot of the artists out there, I don't know if it's intentional or not, but it just seems so complicated when they do the thing, you know? And 
it's hard for people to start basically. I totally get that. I try not to do that. (laughs) Yeah, I totally get that. Um, I painted a little bit. I'm, I'm definitely not as good as you, but I find it like, it's just really meditative, you know, just like being able to think of something and put it down on the paper. Do you get, do you get a lot of that? Cause I've. I do. Um, half and half. So like, (laughs) I love when I get into it, when I think of something and I have the inspiration and I get to do it all the way through, that's really, really like meditative for me. But then on the other hand, I have a lot of people reach out for custom orders and it's either, I don't know much about what they want and I have to research it a lot. And it just becomes really, really stressful because it's not something that my heart's being put into, you know? I get that. I get that. But I mean, overall, it's just like, as freeing, I feel anything creative, like even when it's stressful, there's something freeing about being able to create something out of, out of nothing. It's one, it's one of my favorite things. So as, as I think everyone knows, who knows your work, you're a huge Disney fan. Of course. <laughs> I have to ask you, have you seen soul yet? My kids and I just watched soul. Yep. what do you think? Like it honestly might be one of my favorite Pixar movies. It, mine too. I, it's, I have to say the first time I watched it, I missed the beginning and I was very confused and I almost <laughs> didn't like it. So I had to go back and rewatch it. But now we've watched it almost every single night since then. And it's really, really cute. Oh, that's awesome. Are you going to do some spray paint soul work? Cause like the art in that movie is just, I don't know. I really like that style. Yeah, it's really cool. I'll have to try something. Definitely. <laughs> so what is your, like, what is your, you have a family, you have kids and I saw you teaching your cousin how to, your nephew, right? Yeah. Yeah, how to paint, which I think is really, really awesome. I wish I had somebody teach me how to do that awesome spray paint. But what do they think of that, like this whole creative endeavor? Um, my husband really supports it. He's glad I found a passion because for years he said, <laughs> you need to find a hobby. <laughs> um, my kids were really into it at first and they thought it was cool because I'd let them try. But now they're kind of just like, yeah, that's cool. Mom, you paint like no one cares. <laughs> You must be jealous of your, your TikTok, TikTok fame because, I mean, your TikTok account has grown insanely in the short period of time. Like that, how is that must have been insane? Yeah, it, it actually grew and then pretty much plateaued a little bit. It grew really fast with just a couple videos. Um, but then that creator fund happened and I joined that and it kind of killed my views a little bit. So um, it, it has started growing again, though, since I've left the creator fund. Yeah, I've heard I've heard from a lot of like TikTok artists that it, the creator fund does weird things to the account and stuff. Uh, but I mean, even still, you have like 118,000 followers, which is, I mean, pretty prolific, to be honest, you know? Yeah, it's unreal. <laughs> yeah, it must have been surprising. So did you like wake up one night and be like, wow, I went from like a couple hundred or a couple thousand to an exponential growth? Yeah, yeah. The first video that went viral, um, I think overnight it was at like a couple million and I woke up and I was just like, oh my God, I, does this say million? <laughs> we were kind of just like in shock. And then, yeah, from there it just grew and grew. So. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, it's something, I think that's something new about these social media platforms. Cause like back in the day, you can't really show your like creativity to such a great audience um, as quickly. Right. So you were talking, like I saw in one of your videos, are you a Disney cast member? I was my official was on Thursday really I mean when I was little and I love Disney I still love Disney that that was always a dream of mine one of my uh one of my family friends he was a Disney cast member for years and he just had nothing but great things to say about it is it I feel like it'd be fun just to be the atmosphere like the electricity does that go away um please stop me if I start to ramble because I 
that was my favorite job of all time. And I'm very disappointed that I'm no longer there. Um, I was a fairy godmother in training in the castle. Oh my so God. I got to make up little girls and boys and I was their fairy godmother. And I mean, everything about what we did was magical. I can honestly say that. And I looked forward to going every single day. We, we had so much fun. I will never forget the one time that we did singing lessons. <laughs> so one of the fairies whom was a little louder than the, the rest of us walked in and she just got everyone's attention. She said, excuse me, everyone listen to me. We missed our singing lessons today. So we're all going to practice now. And the whole room sang bibbidi bobbidi boo. <laughs> and I had tears in my eyes at my job because that was the most magical thing I've ever done. I mean, the whole room was singing and the little girls in the chairs were just like, oh my gosh, is this really happening? And it, it's insane. That's amazing. It does seem like really fun, especially like I bet the the children that go there, like they're so engrossed in the magic. I know like it seems so much realer. Um, they ever come up to you and ask like the silly questions, like ask for wishes or whatnot. Oh, they ask for everything. And I, I mean, we were very much in our story. So we, we don't stray from that at all. I mean, we would, we would talk about anything from we live in in the castle at the top um, on bunk beds and every morning we come downstairs and we sweep up and we do all the princesses hair I mean that's amazing magic. it's kind of yeah. like acting like um I don't know it is like acting I, are you did you ever do like theater or something back like really no theater but it I mean when you're there though and you're in costume it it just comes like naturally like you are just that person you know <laughs> That's awesome. That's like cosplaying, you know, when you go to like comic cons and stuff and you just dress up and you just feel it. But that is pretty awesome. Any like hilarious things that happen? Like, Oh, all the time. Um, A few fairies and I, I cannot sing for the life of me. I'm not a good singer, but a few fairies and I would every now and then you'd get a few princesses that were together and we'd seat them next to each other and we would be doing our banter. And I mean, we were totally ridiculous and we would sing and we would sing very loudly to the point where some other fairies were like, Shh, you know, and we had a really good time with it. I really oh. missed it. That, I feel like, uh, I mean, that's a creative endeavor, just like painting, just like doing the character thing. So, I mean, clearly you're a very creative person, but uh, do you have a favorite like uh, Pixar Disney movie that you like drawing the most? Like something that you just like love the drawing of it, the art style? the um, Probably Rapunzel. Rapunzel? Mm. yeah she's she's very creative so i feel like we're kind of one in the same it's a unique yeah i really like rapunzel what about the movie wasn't that tangled based on rapunzel yeah tangled that was a good movie i really enjoyed that uh i gotta say i think my favorite one um is the kylo and ray one the one that you did like i don't know something about like the different paints the spray paints Uh, how is it like working with spray paint like I, I've worked with regular paint. I'm not an artist, but I've worked with regular paint. And I feel like spray paint is just like a whole different medium, whole different world. It's definitely different because I do acrylic painting a lot as well. And it, I feel like it's the opposite with spray paint. Like with acrylic paint, you start from, I start from the background and I keep moving forward with my layers. But with spray paint, you're almost starting with just like one small space in the center, setting a stencil down, doing the, you know around it. And then you just keep building out. Oh, that is interesting. So then like, 
what made you make the jump from the rock painting to then go to spray paint like primarily? Um, I was, I was doing a lot of acrylic painting and it just took hours. And I was like to my husband, I said, I just, Oh, it's so frustrating because I can't sell this stuff as fast as I could like spray paint. And I really, really want to try spray paint. Cause we had, we had saw the uh, spray paint artist in Vegas with the Spider-Man. I said, I could do that. I really know I could. So he didn't believe me, of course. And I said, I'm going to go out to Walmart and I'm going to grab spray paint. And I'm going to try it. And I had watched YouTube videos for like weeks. And that's actually my very first spray painting right there. Like I'd never tried it before and I kept it. <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> that is yeah. amazing for a first ever. Oh my God. See, yeah. I find that story very powerful because every we went to Florida like a couple of years ago and we were walking by an art gallery and it was like some sunflower painting that my mom wanted. And my dad, ever since that day, has been swearing that he could totally paint that himself. <laughs> Unlike you, he never actually went to the store and, you know actually did it so I find that incredible that you actually followed through and made it work and I think that's one of the most inspiring things for me about your work is that and even like your entire life and really is that you've just found things that you're passionate about and made them happen thank you yeah and he could totally do it he just has to go out and get the paint (laughs) especially now maybe that's the new if you're listening new year's resolution get some paint you know spray paint to get some anything just do something creative on another note of creative i was listening to your podcast <laughs> i find that it's a really interesting me. <laughs> it's a great podcast about the big bang i'm a great fan of the big bang it's called big bang banter uh so how's doing that i mean is it just i mean i love podcasts it's like my bread and butter it's just such a great medium but i don't know what, what, what's your experience with it um, well, actually, I was, I've been listening to um, a Friends podcast. I am more obsessed with Friends than I am Big Bang. I do love Big Bang. Um, but my Friends podcast is like, I keep listening to it, and they're so awesome. And I felt inspired. And I told my husband, I said, I want to do a podcast. <laughs> and then you invited me on here. And it made me very nervous because I'd never done a podcast. So I asked my friends, and I said, if we start a podcast, would you like to do it with me? And so that's that's it. We've only done the one episode so far and it was really fun. It was very nerve wracking. So it's really fun to listen to like you and your friends are really um, knowledgeable about it to a level that like, I, I mean, I'm not for the big bang theory, but like a level that was really impressive. Like I loved your analysis about being like, this is not what the main character would do later in the season, like how they've evolved. I don't know. I just right. really found that really interesting. And I could tell that you guys all really liked the show. Just the energy was there. Thank you. That means a lot coming from you because you are very experienced with podcasts. <laughs> I try my best. <laughs> but, um, yeah, your podcast reminds me a lot of, I don't know if you've listened to it, but Jenna Fisher and um, whoever that actress for Angela is from The Office do a podcast reviewing each episode of The Office. And it's really cool. I don't know. Do you Are you an Office fan? I'm not. I've tried to be, though. To be fair, I've really tried. I've watched it like three times. That's fair. That's fair. It's a, it's like cr- too cringy sometimes for me. I don't like shows that like when I watch them, I just have to leave the room sometimes like some of the cringe. <laughs> I really like what's his name on there. Dwight. Dwight. Oh yeah. <laughs> I want to watch it for Dwight because he's so funny. That's true. He is, he is absolutely hilarious. Um, kind of like Parks and Rec, like, um, like Ron Swanson. Have you ever seen that show? Yeah. yeah that show is just fantastic, but I really, I'm excited for more episodes of 
um, the big bang bench. I don't know. It's just really interesting to me hearing like a case by case. Cause I've never seen the podcast, like in that medium where you do episode by episode and I've heard people talk about it, but it's very interesting to like hear an analysis of like a story from pilot to completion. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, the friends podcast does that. So I just thought that was a really cool concept. And of course I can't do friends because they're already doing it, but big bang, it was like between big bang theory probably new girl new girls is also a really good show yeah fantastic i i absolutely love new girl (laughs) and we all just kind of agreed uh about big bang my husband and i have been binge watching it sorry for probably two months but there's really nothing else to do (laughs) yeah that's true no you definitely picked a good time for the big bang theory i feel like because they just ended pretty recently so it's like i don't know i feel like it's a nice time to kind of do a analysis of it did you watch the last episode I did. My dad's been uh, a huge fan for years, so I've been watching for pretty much my entire life. Awesome. Were you not it a fan was of such the ending? A good ending? I love the ending. It, no, it was so good. Yeah. It was so I cried hard. <laughs> it did. It, some shows don't um, don't do it justice with the ending, but that one really pulled on the heartstrings, and it it's definitely going to be missed. Just like the characters, I feel like again, like I've been with them for so long. Do you have a favorite character, or are they just all Howard? Howard, yeah. <laughs> He's hilarious. He's hilarious. Oh He's just the weirdest one. And it's like I said in the podcast, like in real life, I would not associate with him at all, but he's just <laughs> so funny. Oh man, that's true. I don't I think it would be tough to like hang out with any of them, you know, in real life. Yeah. Maybe not Leonard. Maybe not Leonard. I mean, I guess yeah, Leonard's fairly normal, but <laughs> interesting bunch of people. That's definitely true. So um Going back to the spray paint, are you spray painting? Are you spray painting any Big Bang Theory stuff? Because that would be crossover. I really wanted to like spray paint something as the logo for yeah. the um, like for the podcast, but I just didn't have time, so I might. Yeah, you got time to do that. You know, only one episode out. There's a ton of episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's also a great way to connect with people. Just like, especially in these times a podcast just really brings people together and I don't know, just joins us all together. So you can talk even not face to face, but um, do you have any plans for your art coming up? Like any big plans? Yes. Um, I just started a Patreon. So um, I have a few different uh, ideas and I'm definitely going to put a lot of tutorials on there. Like I said, I want to make my tutorials really easy um, so that people aren't intimidated if they want to try the stuff, but um the patreon basically i do a lot of and i don't know if we talked about this yet i do a lot of the paint and sip classes so i actually am going to start doing like two a month for anyone that's interested and it's only five dollars to join my patreon so it's really cheap you get two paint classes out of it you just have to get your own materials but then on my web store i also offer a whole package of like the canvas and the paint and the paint brushes so that if you want to get started it's not embarrassing for you to like go to Michael's Michael's is very intimidating or Hobby Lobby or wherever you go very intimidating if you don't know what you're looking for like I walked in there I don't really crochet much but I am doing a project with crocheting and I needed a large crochet needle I guess you call them again I don't know it so I'm not comfortable walking in there and looking for one but I also don't feel comfortable asking them and then I don't know. It's kind of embarrassing. So like I said, I just, I have like the 
the kit if you want to order it. It just makes it simple for you. I ship it right to you. Then you have everything. The classes are only $5 a month. It's all on my Patreon. All of the materials are listed in case you want to purchase them yourself because it's definitely much cheaper. Mm. Um, but I'm also going to do um, live spray painting every Friday, which I used to do probably a year ago. That was very popular on Facebook because I would do a giveaway with it. Oh, and then if uh, I, yeah, if I got like 50 shares, I would also do another giveaway. So it's just a good way to see a, you know, live tutorial and possibly win some free art. So I totally understand what you're saying about the intimidating to get started. Cause um, I know, I know Zach's doing, did a little bit of crochet, but whenever you start anything new, uh, you just don't know where to start. You know, a lot of times where I get this idea, like I want to do something and then it's just like, you walk into the store and it's like, there's a million options, different prices. They say for different specialties. And it's really awesome and convenient that you sell these like kits that really help people get started. Yeah. Thank you. I know. I feel the same way. And then this, the same thing with spray paint. I mean, trying to get started and going, there's so much on YouTube, which you can learn a lot, but that really overwhelms you too, because oh, yeah. you're watching all these YouTube videos and this person says to get this paint and this person says to get this paint. <laughs> and it's like, you really don't need it. I get the cheapest, uh, rust-oleum paint and I create all of that with it so I mean you don't absolutely have to go to Montana gold or whatever if you can't afford it and you want to just try it so so through like your social media do you connect up with other artists like through social media because I feel like going through TikTok and all these other platforms it seems like there's a vast uh, connection of artists you know you see so many different artists uh, doing so many unique things that I mean I've never seen before and would never have seen if it wasn't for this like media age but you do you like connect to other artists say hey, this is what I do you know uh, share your stories yeah um not a lot because I feel like we're all a little intimidated by each other <laughs> or we also don't want to I don't know how we feel I guess but I have actually connected with do you know who Trent's paint I think he's Trent's paints yeah on TikTok I haven't seen them yet but I'll definitely check them out yeah, he has, um, I want to say he has almost 500,000 followers. Wow. And he posts a few times a day, whereas I, I maybe post <laughs> once or twice a week. Um, but I did reach out to him. He's just got a lot. He's got really good energy. So I reached out and I said, you know, if you ever want to exchange information or do anything together. And then we did kind of do a couple paint challenges. So that's about it for reaching out to different artists. I've, I've reached out to other artists and just, you know, commented, Hey, I really like what you do. And I appreciate what you do just, just to be kind, but we haven't really discussed getting together or, or collaborating or anything. That's uh, that's one of the things that I like about the art on TikTok is cause like I said it before, but TikTok sometimes has a negative energy and people just putting down people, but like the art community in general is just a very positive community. And all the accounts are very much like, go out and do this yourself. Like it's that mentality of like, you can, you can do it, seize the day. Uh, and I feel like, especially nowadays, we don't have enough of that positive energy going around. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like TikTok in the beginning of the pandemic started out really strong with positivity and the artists, I mean, everyone on there support artists so much. And I appreciate that. Um, it's, I feel like everything that's going on and just being in the house and the public and everything that's going on everyone's kind of crazy right now so it's getting a little negative with opinions and all that but other than that I mean my page I haven't seen many negative comments 
that's you have to kind that's... of ignore the couple that you get, you know? <laughs> I mean, of course, there's going to be that no matter where you are. But how has the pandemic helped you or affected your art? Like, has it been a source of growth for you or has it been a strain time-wise? Um, the beginning was wonderful because I, you know, was sent home from Disney and it was just kind of me and my kids. Well, actually, my son was still going to school for a little bit. Um, and my daughter to daycare. So I had a lot of free time. So I had about a month where I could just focus and I kicked out a bunch of videos, which that was when I was really small on TikTok. I had just started. Um, I kicked out a bunch of videos. And like I said, the one got really popular. And my web store, my uncle is wonderful. He built me a web store because he's so supportive. And that really took off too, to the point where I was almost overwhelmed. My kids came um, home from daycare and school and I had them full time too. And it was a lot because I was doing like 14 paintings a week and it was very overwhelming, but it was wonderful. I, I appreciate it all. So. Yeah. Your website is like really well done. I, I, I mean, a good website really makes a difference, but like going on it, looking at your art, uh, it's just a really well done website and I'm, I'm glad it's, it's really working out when you make, when you make an art piece though, do you plan it out? Uh, like specifically step-by-step step, or do you go by like feel really it's a lot it's a lot because most of the time I'll I'll think about like the piece that I want to do and you know it starts with like the background that I'd like to do the background silhouette and then I usually draw that out according to the size of the canvas because I make all of my stencils by hand with an exacto knife and just um, poster board and so I'll do the outline and then I'll draw the outline on another piece of poster board and I'll try to plan the inside of it. And then I'll go from there with the inside stencils. And it honestly, I feel bad because so many people want custom orders and they'll take me up to like three weeks sometimes because I'm just racking my brain or like I'll do a full set of stencils, which takes me three hours and then I'll paint the piece, takes me another hour and then it doesn't turn out. And I just, <laughs> I get so mad because then I've just wasted all that time, you know? Yeah, I, I totally get that. But I mean, I don't know, it's just it's part of the growth process, I guess. Oh, yeah. Do you um do you have a favorite, though, a favorite th- uh, painting in general, other than your first? I mean, which is I mean, the, the magnum opus, the start of it all. But right. Um, favorite piece after that. I think I love each one, like, even more every time I paint a new one. Um, did you see my Stranger Things? painting yeah Yeah. I think that's one of my favorites for sure just because it's one of the larger ones normally I paint on a smaller canvas and I made that one really large so I I think that one's really cool one of the things I I do really enjoy about your TikToks is that uh, the songs you pick sometimes match the art I know it's planned but perfectly like when I'm looking at you going through and painting the art and you pick the song and it's just I don't know it's just a great whole package just uh, do you you spend a lot of time picking the song or is it just like ah you know figure it out I really do. I'm so embarrassed that I do, but I'd sit there and I'll like, I'll look first, just like quick search of the song that I'm looking for. And of course, half the time it's like too small. Cause I like to keep it about 30 seconds. If it's 15 seconds, that's a lot to try to cram into 15 seconds. A minute's great too. Cause then I can always just use 30 seconds of it. And then I'll end up on TikTok, like looking through other people's videos, you know, with a hashtag of what I'm looking for. And I'm just, it takes forever sometimes. Well, it seems like it, you're doing something right because some of those videos are uh, like the whole package is great. And some of them have millions and millions of views. That must be insane. Just like how prolific you are a million people looking at it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I can't wrap my head around it, though. 
Andrew on YouTube and your videos on YouTube are, are really awesome. They go into a little bit more depth, I feel, um, which I mean, is great. I feel like a lot of creators go from TikTok to YouTube and uh, that already has a, more followers than a lot of YouTube accounts. Um, so uh, do you have any other plans, I guess, for your creative creative endeavors? I mean, more focus on YouTube, more focus on website, more focus on like, where are you planning on taking this? Um. I would really like to, I don't know. I have so many ideas all the time and I'm always like this, 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 this. And my husband's like, just calm down and just do one thing at a time. And I can't, (laughs) but um, I feel like YouTube, it's just a lot. Um, I feel like other creators say the same thing. It's just a lot of editing and it's a lot of video and it's a lot. Um, And if you have the time, that's wonderful. But I have two kids. I just don't have that amount of time for YouTube. Um, my brother is constantly on me about Instagram. He's like, you need to be on Instagram. And I'm not an Instagram person. I don't get it. I don't know. Um, but I think I'm just going to start with the Patreon and Facebook has always been wonderful too. So I'm just going to stick with that for now and the TikToks and see where it goes. I think it's incredible how much you've managed to accomplish, especially with all the time constraints that come with being both a mother and working as well. So what advice would you be able to give to others who were in your position, who have a passion that want to try and take it to the next level? Take time for yourself. It is hard and you feel guilty, but if you are not happy, you, your kids will not be happy and you will always regret that you didn't try that one thing or whatever. So that's Take awesome. the time for yourself. <laughs> and that fits perfectly uh, with New Year's that just happened, you know, these New Year's resolutions that, I mean, that can jump and create a career in something that you've always wanted to do. So before we, uh, before we let you go, uh, do you have a New Year's resolution, you know, something, something that, I don't know, you want to get accomplished this year, something amazing, or maybe not just go to- million resolutions, but um, <laughs> my main resolutions are- Uh, My son and I would like to start learning Spanish and um, I just want to pursue art as a full-time career. That's awesome. And I mean, with your account and with the number of followers you have, I feel like that's definitely doable in this year, especially I I see it's definitely growing and I'd love to check in in a year from now when you're doing crazy things, selling out studios. I mean, that'd be amazing. Uh, so to all the listeners, definitely check her out at Once Upon an Artist on TikTok and YouTube, as well as the fantastic website, onceuponanartist.com and Patreon. And if you are a big fan of the Big Bang Theory, check out that awesome podcast called Big Bang Banter. I'm definitely going to be continuing following it. I love the Big Bang Theory and I love your work. So um, thank you all for listening and thank you for coming out. You were the first profile we actually did. Yeah, we, we oh do uh, be informational on profiles, and I think yeah, you were the first one we did. So it's kind of like a, it was. It's kind of like our dream to get to get you on, and having you on finally it was just like such an. It felt like full circle for us, like the first person we wanted to contact and finally have them on. Wow! Thank you. Oh my gosh, you're gonna make me cry. <laughs>